Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Put in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to everyone listening how much you truly love each and every one of them. I ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 1, beginning in verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. To understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of your father, and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait to shed blood. Let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them alive like Sheol, and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all kinds of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in your lot among us. Let us all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path, for their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, but they lie in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owners. Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses. At the openings of the gates in the city, she speaks her words. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded. Because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock 
when your terror comes. When your terror comes like a storm, and your destruction comes like a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would have none of my counsel and despised my every rebuke. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies. For the turning away of the simple will slay them and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. Hello, friends. This is your host, Bill Kelly, and today is the 1st of December, and today marks the beginning of my 21st month of doing this podcast. And if anyone is listening for the first time, I'm just going to briefly go over why I began this podcast. I began this podcast on April 1st of 2022, and before that, I had always imagined that I would have a national radio broadcast. That was my goal. That's what I had a desire to do. That's what I felt God was calling me to do. And God had called my wife, Judy, and I to go to Karis Bible College, and we were now in Colorado at the main campus. It's in Woodland Park, Colorado, very close to Pikes Peak, which many of you are familiar with. So the campus is actually about 8,500 feet altitude. But anyway, we are now in March of 2022, and the Holy Spirit woke me up in the middle of the night and told me he wanted me to start a podcast. Now, at the time, I had never listened to a podcast. I didn't even know what it was. And so I kind of inquired of him and said, what is a podcast? What do you do? And what he told me, he said, I know that you wanted to do a radio ministry, but he said, more people will listen to you if you do a podcast. So God, in his infinite wisdom, told me to do this. And friends, we had already taken the step to go to Karis Bible College So now I am getting used to hearing the Holy Spirit speak to me. So this was just a natural progression. And I said, sure, I'll go ahead and start a podcast. I really had no idea what to do. But I inquired and I found out what to do. And lo and behold, I began the podcast on April 1st of 2022. And just a couple weeks later, The Lord woke me up in the middle of the night again and was very specific. He said, on Tuesdays, I want you to have testimonies. And I'm thinking, well, what does that mean? Should that be every week? Is it going to be bi-weekly? Is it going to be once a month? And I could not get clarity for that. The Lord didn't answer my question. So 
I presumed that I was to do it every week, and so I did. So over the next five weeks, since we were almost finished with first year, and I knew we were going to be going back to Florida for three months, I met like with 19 or 20 people. I had them come over to our apartment, and I recorded their testimonies and published them for the next three months. So I knew that I was set. But friends, what I'd like to do today is just talk briefly about how I became a teacher. And so I'm going to title this message, I Heard a Strange Noise. Now, the year is 1986, and I am now 28 years old. I am responsible for my daughter, I basically had full custody of her at this time, and I was working as a cost accountant. I already had my degree in accounting, and now I am working at a company called Tampa Made Sea Products, and I am a cost accountant. But I really didn't like it all that much. And one day, I was at work. And all of a sudden, I heard a strange noise. And it was almost like I was in a dream because I had fallen asleep at my desk. And all of a sudden, I heard a strange noise. And I'm thinking to myself, what is that noise? What is that noise? And I woke up. And I kid you not, I was actually, my hands were moving on an adding machine. My hands were still moving. And what I heard is the adding machine noise while I was laid out on my desk. My head was on my desk, and here I am, my hands are still moving. And at that point, I decided I need to do something different. So that night, I went home. Now picture this, I have a small daughter that I am responsible for. At that time, she was either seven or eight years old. I'm not sure exactly how old she was um, as far as, you know, the month of the year. But I'm responsible for her. And I'm thinking I've got to do something else. And I was very fortunate because I had a grandfather that had you know, he was pretty well off, and he would help me if I chose to go back to school. But as I'm thinking in my mind, where do I go back to school to? What do I do? What do I major in? I thought back about my high school days, and of all the teachers that I had, there was one man named Mr. Fursell. And Mr. Fursell had a huge impact on me. And I, during my junior and senior year, if it had not been for the music program and had it not been for Mr. Fursell, my, the director of the music program, more than likely I would have dropped out of high school. I didn't like high school. I didn't like going. But I actually loved being in the music program. 
So I was in the major chorus. I was also in the male chorus. I also was in a group of 16 voices, eight girls and eight boys, and four of each uh, category. In other words, four sopranos, four altos, four tenors, and four basses. And I actually, my senior year, I also did a solo and I also did a duet and I also had my own quartet. So my senior year, I actually participated in six things. So anyway, I decided that I am going to go back to school to be a teacher. Now, actually, that didn't work out that well. You know, I'd like to say everything worked and everything turned into roses after that. I got my degree in elementary education and things were just great. But they weren't great. And I made mistakes and I had a hard time keeping a job. I went from job to job in teaching. A matter of fact, I went in and out of teaching. I actually would get other jobs in between teaching jobs. So I didn't have all that much success in teaching, but eventually I got over that hump and had two teaching positions, which I kept for four years each. So the point I'm trying to make is that God has a plan for each one listening to this podcast today. Now, I'm going to go to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29. And many people know verse 11, but I want to go back to verse 10 And I'm actually going to read several verses. For thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you and cause you to return to this place. And this is the verse that many people know. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord and I will bring you back from your captivity. And friends, God has a plan for each of us. Now, what I'd like for you to think about is, are you in the perfect will of God? Are you doing what God has asked you to do? Now, God asked me to start this podcast And I began this podcast. Was it going to be successful? And this is the point I want to get across to you, is what is success? And listen carefully to what I'm going to say. Success in God's eyes is doing what God has called you to do. I'm going to go to the book of Zechariah, chapter 4, and I'm going to begin in verse 9. 
It says, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hands shall also finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. For who has despised the day of small things? For these seven rejoice to see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. They are the eyes of the Lord, which scan to and fro throughout the whole earth. Now, friends, I am reading out of the Nelson Study Bible. What I'd like to do is read the commentary in my Bible for verse 10. It says, The day of small things. There is nothing wrong with a small work. Little can indeed be much if God is in it. I want you to think about that. My podcast has begun, and it's not as big as I might want it to be. But listen to me and listen to me well. I have people who listen to my podcast every day. And I have people that are enjoying it. I have had people tell me that they enjoy listening to it. I believe people know that if they have the time, they have something that they can listen to. And friends, think about what Jesus did when he was on earth, when he died on that cross for you and on that cross for me. If you had been the only person living, Jesus would have died for you. So friends, if God asks you to do something, do not despise small beginnings. Everything that is worth doing takes a while to get to get going. And that is the reality. I'm also going to go to the book of Romans very quickly. And one of my favorite verses, actually, my favorite verse right now is Romans 8. I'm going to begin in verse 1. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. 
but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And friends, I am now walking in that peace. So friends, I will pick up this next Friday. There are so many things that I still want to talk about on this lesson. But what I'm going to ask is just quickly review what I have done. My niche in life is that I am a teacher. And if you are truly a teacher, I believe that you can teach any age group, and I believe that you can teach any subject matter. Now, when I was a teacher in the public school system, I primarily focused on reading and on math. But now I have an opportunity to teach and share the Word of God. I truly believe this is where God wants me to be. So friends, if God asks you to do something, be obedient to God. That is the primary takeaway I want you to take from this lesson today. Be obedient to God. If he asks you to do something, do it. So my call to action is that today. What noise is God putting in your life? And ask yourself, are you doing what God has called you to do? Do you wake up in the morning excited about going to work and doing what you're doing? Are you passionate about it? And if not, what I invite you to do is seek God and ask Him if there's something else He would like for you to consider doing. Friends, my suggested scripture reading today would be to go over today's proverb, Proverb 1. I ask that you read that today. I ask that you read Proverb 2 tomorrow and that you read Proverb 3 on Sunday. Now, friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Friends, if there is anyone listening and you've never taken that step, I invite you to repeat a simple prayer after me today. Father God, thank you for sending your Son, Jesus, to earth. Jesus, thank you that you were willing to come to earth and set a wonderful example of how we can live our lives every day. You were tempted in all areas, as are we, and yet you never gave in to the temptation of sin. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on a cross and that you were buried. On the third day, you rose from the dead and now live at the right hand of God the Father. By dying on that cross, you have forgiven everyone listening today of all of their sins. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. I ask that you lead me and guide me from this point forward in my life. I ask this in Jesus' name. Friends, today is the weekend. 
Please go out with your spouse. Do something fun this weekend. Take the kids with you. Let them know how much God loves them and how much you love them. And I will see you back on Monday as we further explore wisdom today.